0: Hi, uh, this is um, Mark Warburton from Pioneer Search, we're um, a technology and change recruitment company uh, with over 20 years uh, uh, technology recruitment experience in the London markets particularly, we cover the rest of the UK. Today I'm joined by uh, Damien Jordan, um, he's the Agency Client Relationship Manager for um, PaceRing, uh, who are a, a UK's leading umbrella company. Uh, welcome
1: Damien. Hi Dave. okay?
0: yeah great thanks for joining me today um, what we're doing as a as an agency to support both our contractor population uh, our clients and any future contractors we, we may work with is we're talking to um specialists within um the legal uh, arena or the umbrella arena who support agencies and contractors alike in the uk about the forthcoming uh, IR 35 legislation changes in 2020 um so thanks for joining me today um uh, Paystream are well-recognized as one of the UK's leaders in the umbrella space. It'd be great to hear a bit more about what you guys do.
1: Yeah, so we're a contract accountant, so we specifically look after contract workers, so the kind of people that you place within roles. We don't do normal accountancy, as you might call it. Um, we've got about 15,000 people that we look after. We pay about a billion pounds worth of payments every single month. Um we're award-winning, as you said. So last five out of the six years, we've won the best umbrella company in the UK. And we look after about 5,000 people on limited, the limited side as their accountant as well. So, you know, from the IR35 perspective, we are affected as well.
0: Great. And, and I think that's one of the I was really keen to get you on this um, podcast today to, to really kind of, you're, as a business, I know you specialize on the umbrella side, but as a business, you'll be seeing it from both sides, both the exactly. you know, what, what I'd call the traditional limited company contractor and the umbrella side, um, which, which, to be fair, as, a, as an agency in my career, the vast majority of the contractors we've ever worked with have been limited company contractors. They're technology contractors. They're change professionals. They're so on high day rates. Yeah. Yeah, for obvious reasons, that's why they've, they've been doing that. So um, in terms of the, the changes next year and the legislation um, with the you know, on and off um, payroll um, legislation, what, uh, as a business, what are you forecasting is going to happen? What's your predictions at this stage?
1: Yeah, so I would say that first of all, what, what you've got to understand here is that this is HMRC outsourcing compliance, essentially. It's a big job to police all of the individuals. I mean, like I said, we've got 15,000 on our books. 5,000 of those are limited company contractors. What HMRC are doing here is moving the responsibility to, to agencies so that, that that work is done. What we'll see initially is um, a, a, quite a large reaction. I think we've seen that with banking, maybe whitewashing in certain areas, Uh, But if we look at the public sector, we've done this before and we saw quite a large movement reaction. And then as it all settled down, it pulled back. And now you get quite a lot of limited company contractors working in the public sector again. So we think there'll be a lot of quite a big movement or reaction initially. And then as people understand the legislation and realise that it's not as intimidating as as they might think, that they'll pull back and more sensible decisions will be taken. Right. Okay.
0: that's really interesting. Uh, And that, and that, that very much mirrors my... Prediction, um, and I know we can't put anything here. It's all speculation, so we can't yeah. make any legally binding commitments to any of this. But my 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 gut feel on this is that it's going to be this, and the banks have traditionally been very risk averse to all of these things. Exactly. And, um, so so they've obviously gone extremely far in one in one direction, and I and I can't help but think that there's going to they, those organisations are going to experience a huge technology, or uh, well, sorry, talent drain, which, from our perspective, is the, is the technology side. And the banks are notoriously big users of contractors. And, um, and uh, you know, it reminds me a lot of actually when the credit crunch happened 10 years ago, when actually a lot of the banking contractors then ran for cover and went to the public sector, ironically. Um, so... I think we're going to see a, a big disruption in the marketplace, um, you know, in in that respect. Um, and it's really, I didn't know that. I didn't realise that maybe the public sector is now settled down. We don't do any public sector work at all, so we're not that connected to that space. So,
1: transport, transport for London are probably one of the the biggest public sector employers, and they they instantly we call it a whitewash. They basically turned around and said no one can engage through a limited company. They have to be umbrella. They lost thirty percent of their contractor workforce instantly and had to backtrack. Wow. Or they had to up the rates of pay. I mean, we work with all sectors, not just finance. Finance is just very much in the media at the minute. And I can tell you that other sectors that employ technology candidates are doing robust IR35 processes to ensure that they can t- continue to pay them outside. So the banking sector will lose out on talent, as you said, because people yeah. with tech skills, can, they don't have to stay in finance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very transferable. Um, What do you, do you think, does uh, Paystream think there will be a difference in terms of uh, how this is rolled out and the legislation, how it impacts the private sector to the public sector or is it it roughly a blueprint and it's just now?
1: I think it's the fact that we're better prepared So, and okay. the, the industry is better prepared. Private sector always takes things a little bit more seriously and, and plans better than the public sector. The public sector was a mess, to be honest with you. They kind of dropped it on them last minute. No one really knew what it meant. And our phone lines crashed multiple times because we received wow. two years worth of calls in a month um, You know, from contractors who were unprepared. Now, I think the legislation, it hasn't been released yet, but looking at, you know, the Queen's speech and everything that's been said, they basically have said that it will be a mirror copy. The only difference will be that the contractor has a right to dispute the decision. So that needs to be built into the framework of how you're making these assessments.
0: Right. OK, fine. Um, In in your experience, do do most of the end clients um, use this government or HMRC assessed form of people coming up their own ways of doing that?
1: It's the SES tool is, um, it's been reviewed, there have been beta demos, and really the feedback is very similar to to what has happened with the public sector, that it's, it's quite inadequate. It's a multiple choice questionnaire that can be retaken as many times as, as people like. So the answers aren't seen as... Um, I mean, for example, we've been taken to court 11 times by HMRC who have disputed with the IR35 reviews we've done. We've done 1,000 for public sector clients. And basically, we've, 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 been, we've overturned that decision from them every single time. They've came armed with the Cess tool, and the courts have deemed that that tool is not an accurate depiction of the working practices of a, a candidate because it's just multiple-choice questions.
0: And that, that's very interesting, isn't it? So what we're basically, you've done 1,000 public sector reviews and only 1% have been taken to be challenged at court yeah. and you've, and you've won every single one. Exactly. Uh, yes, yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Really interesting. Um, <clears throat> so what's, um, at the moment then what's your advice for, you know, for example, you're either a first time contractor and you're going from a permanent job to, um, to uh, a contract for the first time, or you're an experienced contractor that's in your own um, uh, personal services company. What, what's your advice right now for those people?
1: Yeah, so for first-time contractors, don't be intimidated by all everyone banded around IR35. Um, you know, the contract space remains a growing space. I mean, we we anticipate that we'll grow about 40% over the next 12 months and businesses will continue to use contract labour because if, the, if there's a downturn in the economy, you know, let's say Brexit goes badly, People don't want to hire full-time staff. They want project workers. If there's an upturn, new projects get brought on. So the contract space will continue to grow going forwards. For first-time contractors, work with agencies that have an IR35 understanding. There are agencies out there, I'm speaking to them, that are just closing the doors and saying everyone's got to go for umbrella. If you believe that you your skill set leads to you being outside of IR35, work with people like Pioneer, who, are, who, are, who will seriously consider that. You know, because there are going to be roles, especially within what you guys do, Mark, tech, that are remain outside. The government only actually think that one third of contractors will be inside of IR35 that currently work through limited companies.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, um, we're pioneer, uh, and as a, as a business because we specialize in the technology and change space. I think we're quite fortunate that that's, uh, most of the people we work with are highly skilled. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, they are specialists, genuinely specialists, and they're going into um, yeah, we've got people right now that are delivering um, brexit projects and uh, for changes there. They are building new bits of software. They are they're companies that have been through mergers and acquisitions, and they're helping to merge two companies. They are quite clearly specialist contractors. and um, so I think yeah. we' we're, we're quite fortunate. However, you know we take anything to do with legislation and compliance extremely seriously. we want to make sure we're prepared to support all of it. And certainly, from the customers we're talking to it's, it's it, you know, we talk about the agencies not being prepared. It's incredible how many customers we work with that, that we're going to now to talk to that don't even didn't even know that there was a change coming so, so it's yeah. a big education piece that we' we're, we're going through, and we hope we can share this podcast with those people. Um, crystal ball time, what do you think the next three years will look like?
1: I think initially we're going to see these this knee jerk reactions like we've seen in finance. Finance are like dominoes, one does one thing, everyone does the same because they they're protected in their little bubble. Um I think that you know we're gonna have a, a migration of a large proportion of contractors that have genuinely probably been employees for the, the whole working time but have just had the rubber the green essentially. Um yeah. and then as the legislation settles down, I think in the coming years we'll start to see that it relax. And more more contractors come back into as limited companies. I think a couple of the benefits, the public and private sector will level out. Uh, the public sector has struggled uh, to compete with private sector because talent just goes where, where they can yeah. use their limited companies. Um, and I think, you know, any, it's like anything. I mean, it's like the millennium bug, isn't it? Everyone thought it was going to be the end of the world and, or GDPR. Everyone, again, thought that you're going to have to delete your databases and start again. But when it all actually yeah. settles down, it, it's just common sense. If you are acting as an employee, if there's a guy sat next to you and he's doing the same job as you, but he's full time employed, you shouldn't be getting paid more than him. And I think it will get to that point at the minute. Obviously, everyone's just caught up in the minutia of what the legislation might mean yeah absolutely okay fine and i think uh,
0: we've internally we've been ca- comparing this a lot to gdpr in terms of actually just cleaning up of processes making sure exactly we've, we've, yeah we've got the right protocols in place and dare i say it, actually i know gdpr was has been a pain for everybody but it has actually helped to to um uh, take a, a fairly unregulated industry making it more regulated and i think that's a really good thing and i think if you if you if you play on the right side of the, the fence, then actually you embrace it and you and you go, go forward with that change. Um and it and it, it it's um, it just means that everyone is on an even playing field, which is which is great. Um so a bit more about um, the pastries offering. So if we um you know we are both um members of the um FCSA, which is the accredited um body that, that makes sure that if we recommend an umbrella company that, that you as a business are, are playing by the rules with HMRC and you've passed you know, strict audits and we've made a commitment to only partner and recommend uh, uh, umbrella companies that are, are part of that accreditation. Um, so again, furthering the kind of um, uh, the, the regulatory controls and the, the professionalism of our, all of our sectors. So um, tell me a bit more about the paystream um, um, umbrella offering and why would a contractor come to you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, one thing that happened in the public sector that was quite interesting was the emergence of non-compliant providers for umbrella services. So basically, they came out offering what were called loan schemes that that mirrored um, limited company returns, but were ultimately tax avoidance. Those people have been pursued now that have used those schemes historically by HMRC. So it's really important that you use compliant providers. And FCSA is a great measure or a stamp of approval. In terms of our offering, we can... We offer the umbrella side, which is a, a PAYE model that provides all employee benefits. So you get statutory sick, statutory maternity cover, everything you would expect from being full-time employed. Um, and you also get like employee benefits around discounts at supermarkets, all of those kind of things. The limited company side, probably the more interesting for your, your pool is the fact that we do IR35 reviews that for our customers are completely free. And with that review, you can have the decision indemnified. So if we say that you are outside of IR35, we have insurers that will insure that decision. So if your contractors want reassurance, they can come to us essentially and they can get a a robust, you know, like I said, we've been taken to court 11 times, 1% out of the thousand that we've done and we've beaten for want of a better term HMRC every time. So that's why insurers will insure against that. We can offer basically a complete payroll solution for any contractor, no matter what they want to do, limited or, or umbrella. Brilliant. Okay.
0: So I think the the, the,
1: the shared message
0: here is um, for anybody that's not thought about IR35, s- start thinking about it. Um, yeah. If you're a first time contractor, uh, you know, uh, come to an organisation, uh, use, use a reptile agency like Pioneer Search, make sure you're getting good advice, make sure you're speaking to paystream uh, or or an alternative provider, you know, out, out there. Uh, but certainly, you know, paystream would be a good starting point and, and ask the right questions. Uh, and yeah. get the right advice um, on that side. And also, if you're in a contract now, and this is the advice we're giving people, don't run for cover and chase for a permanent job because you think contracting's over. Um, you know, the, not. The, the, the contracting industry in the UK is a, is over, was worth over 30 billion pounds per year. But you've just said yourself that you payroll over a, a billion pounds per month. So you're, you know, you've got a significant part of that coming through your books. Um, I can't see how that's going to disappear overnight. And we've seen it in the public sector, you know how it's now coming back now it's now people have got their heads around it. So, you know, come to us, speak to us, speak to people like Paystream, ask for the advice. uh, And that's what we're all here for.
1: If people leave the if people there are going to be contractors that leave because they are cautious and the people that remain will be even in more demand, especially within the tech sector where the demand is ridiculous anyway, or uh, for contractors, for skilled contractors at higher levels. You know, I, I, we see it from agencies all of the time. Um, So if you remain within the space, you're going to do well, I would say. And, you know, again, from only one third of all contractors they deem inside within agencies like yourself, Mark, where it's change in IT, that percentage will be even less. So for the high high day rate guys that you look after, I would say that, you know, a large proportion will remain outside. They just need to make sure that they've checked that and work partner with an agency like yourself that have a robust process. You know, like I said, for for determining IR35 status
0: brilliant great stuff right for everyone that's been listening um you've been joined by damian jordan uh, he's the agency client relationship manager for paystream and mark walberson managing director of pioneer search technology and change recruiter based in london so thanks very much thank you again damian and thank uh, much, thanks, everyone, that, thanks for everyone that's listened today